the property pod. 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 pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry hello this is the property pod with moneyweb and it's our first episode for the new year we're looking forward to 2022 being another year of recovery and better things for the south african economy after the covid hit in 2020 and the lingering effects of the global pandemic in 2021 it's around 22 months now that covid has been with us but things may be looking brighter while western countries are still coming to grips with the omicron variant south africa may be ahead of the curve having pretty much already seen the fourth wave As we know, the tourism and hospitality industry has been one of the worst affected sectors. However, there are some green shoots, and we did not see any lockdowns in South Africa during the December holiday season. That's barring of course the initial international travel bans on South Africa due to the discovery of the new variant. On the green shoots front, joining me now on this episode of the Property Pod is Hamza Farooqi. CEO of Johannesburg-based Mlot Investments. A key part of the group's investments is in the property and hotel space. Mlot owns the Hyatt Regency Cape Town Hotel property and in November opened the Hyatt House Hotel in Santon. At the opening, it announced that Hyatt House Santon is part of a 300 million rand investment into new hotel properties in South Africa. Hamza, welcome to the property pod. Thank you very much and a lovely chatting to you this time of the year and when everything is nice and fresh so thank you for chatting to me. Thanks a lot. First off Hamza tell us about a, a little bit about Malat Investments as a group. I believe it is a family owned company but how long has it been in business and what is its total investment portfolio valued at? So we obviously don't disclose and we keep that privately held but the tourism and the property portfolio is a significant size and a significant holding which during this covid time we've been able to grow significantly we're a privately held uh, organization which focuses on unique opportunities wouldn't sort of say special situations only but also where there is some kind of a value arbitrage and over the last 2 years in a climate like this we've found much opportunity in the tourism and leisure space we've always had um the property in cape town which we opened in december 2020 but we've been able to over the last year or two really build a thesis which focuses on optimized performance of uh, assets in this climate uh, branding hotels uh, that's a very important part of our thesis and really seeing how we can position ourselves as a group really to get ready for a recovery uh, which is really imminent at some point in time so that is our thesis and our view is that this should be a very strong recovery year. we have you know as you said in your introduction opened our hyatt house santon property which is a extended stay and which is the first globally branded extended stay uh, on the african continent and we're very excited about doing more we've also just towards the end of last year announced our third hotel uh, which is the hyatt house in rosebank which is due for opening in the middle of february so it's been a very busy time for us uh, when people are shutting 
renting hotels and having a very jaundiced view uh, on the sector, we're actually opening hotels, branding them, and trying to build a story of scale and how we can really get attraction in a market which I think has been very underlooked and I think has underperformed uh, in this country. Thanks, Hamza. We've got ahead of ourselves. You've answered several of my questions already, but maybe you'll give us a little bit more insight into that partnership. That is the big new news from uh, Malat, the opening of the Santon property in November. And now you've mentioned as well that you're opening a third property in uh, Rosebank, uh, also to be branded under the Hyatt uh, name. Those two properties together represent an investment of three million rand. Is that correct? Correct, yes. Okay. You must be pretty confident in the future of the hospitality industry and the property sector to be investing currently. Are you looking at further investments in the sector? Absolutely. So I think, uh, you know, if I give you our personal outlook, we're almost at the end of this pandemic, which is really now becoming an endemic. You know, I think the world is learning to live with it. And I think that in itself is creating significant opportunity. I can firsthand tell you that in December, whilst we were not able to get the kind of traction on pricing, uh, most of our hotels were full. People realize that they want to get out, they want to travel. I think uh, we as human beings are meant for a face-to-face personal travel interaction. It's a fundamental part of who we are. So I think the sector and the industry, I think broadly, the fundamentals remain strong and I think they're going to come back. I think that's even further exasperated when you look like a country like South Africa, which is still very deeply undervalued. You have a great climate, a lot of authentic opportunity for tourists. Uh, Yes, it is a long-haul destination, but you have all of these factors where historically not much has happened in the tourism infrastructure space. The really last time that the hotel sector got a shake-up was in 2010 during FIFA World Cup. And since then, there's been no real supply. There's been no real innovation. There's been no real fire in the belly. If you see what keeps big global centers like New York, London, Dubai active, there's always consistently new tourism product, new restaurants. That hasn't been the case in South Africa. And our house view from an investment standpoint is that this couldn't have been, this is the best time to actually go out and actually make that innovation and to actually get into the sector and build scale. So we're doing just that. In terms of what our outlook is, we are absolutely doing more. I obviously can't give more details at this stage, but in the coming weeks, you know, there should be a significant announcement coming through where we'll be growing the portfolio even more. And that too is something very compelling from a product standpoint. So we're very bullish. That being said, uh, Soren, we're also very um, cautious and judicious operators. We don't open hotels for the sake of opening hotels. We get into the business. We get into the P&L. We, we don't just let the big brands dictate and drive what needs to happen. We pay attention to detail. And that's really what's been missing in the sector. You've got the big operators, the big listed companies who pretty much drive hotels, stroke gaming companies, and they've been there for ages. But then there's really no one in the middle who really has understood the sector, understood the, the uh, innovation. If you look at Hyatt House Santon, it's priced as a select service product, but you come in and you feel like you're in a full service hotel. It makes use of huge outdoor spaces. It makes use of great weather. It has a food and beverage outlet, which is compelling because these are all drivers which make South African tourism and what South Africa has to offer compelling, not just to the international tourists, but also to the local tourists. So that's how we are innovating. 
generating. That's why we are driving this thesis. And that's why we believe that uh, the coming years are going to be very important for our group and why we want to continue to build out a thesis within the hospitality and leisure space. Hamza, thanks for that. Give us a little bit more context around your partnership with Hyatt. It's a big global brand. They've only had one hotel in South Africa for many years. And then uh, in 2020, you managed to to secure a partnership with them with the rebranding of your Cape Town hotel from Hilton. You uh, as a group or Malat as a group experienced some of that trans uh, or the issues that the industry faced with COVID-19 hitting South Africa. But the hotel was revamped and rebranded under Hyatt, and now you're extending your Hyatt partnership in South Africa. Give us some context on that. So that's a great question, Suren. And um, so we've worked with big global brands. We had a deep you know, relationship with Hilton. We also owned um, a Conrad brand uh, for a number of years before we exited from that property. And, you know, one of the things with the big brands is, uh, you know, they're all very good, but, um, you know, it's about how you approach and work with them and how you make their brand and engine work. Many of them battle to localize. Uh, many of them battle to really unlock value. And that's why if you look at South Africa, you don't have a landscape or a all the big brands uh, really cluttering for this market because you've got very strong uh, local brands uh, in place. That being said, that's changing and that's going to change even more. As South Africa becomes more intertwined with the international tourist market, as South Africans start traveling more and more, they're going to recognize these brands. They're going to expect a certain kind of quality and brand standard. And we've been very fortunate to have a significant alignment with the Hyatt group where they understand what matters to us. They understand uh, what our vision is. And there's been a very significant meeting of the minds. And on that basis, we are growing the portfolio. I'm a strong believer that part of that innovation and that uniqueness comes from these global brands. If you go to any major center, again, in the world, these global brands drive and dominate primarily because of the scale of distribution, the scale of what they bring, and obviously service and uh, guest satisfaction. If you stay in a Hyatt hotel, you know issues around fire, light, safety, guest comfort is on par with the best. It's expensive to implement, but uh, these are all pieces which matter. And I think this African consumer is becoming more and more aware and cognizant of the fact that that's what they want. So we're very excited. We're very happy with the partnership that we've formed. And, uh, you know, these properties are managed by them under a management agreement. And, you know, obviously over the years, the group has understood how to get the best uh, out of these agreements, which very few, frankly, in the country have. Banks don't like management agreements. Many owners don't understand management agreements, we've been able to form a very specific niche on how to actually get the best out and how to be in a relationship with these global brands and make that work. So we're very excited and we believe uh, the future holds great results for us uh, and I think for Hyatt. Thanks, Hamza. With regards, I know you don't want to talk about you know your future plans per se, but is there any teaser for us? Is it more Hyatt house properties? Are you looking at a mix between uh, your Regency type property in Cape Town? And maybe what sort of, is it pretty much a drive into Gauteng or are you looking at other provinces in South Africa or other countries in Africa? 
So I think, you know, we have some distribution already in Cape Town. And I think there's some work which we are going to do this year in terms of optimizing uh, the Cape Town property. Really, if you look at our room design and product, what we have in Cape Town, we're probably the only uh, recently renovated up to scratch you know, property in that market segment. And we're going to continue um, investing around uh, redefining that customer approach with uh, redefined food and beverage you know, um, offerings and really bring something which is um, not present in the market. So that's obviously one of the things we're going to continue building on because that's uh, something that we have. I think there's going to be significant uh, focus from our standpoint in Gauteng. I think the luxury segment with a strong leisure focus is something we're currently working on and I think it's going to be a significant announcement. Uh, we are quite uh, excited about the opportunity you know, with what we have with Hyatt and what we're planning on doing. But you know, that being said, there's also opportunity we're looking at in the, you know, in the select service market. So um, a lot of it is probably going to be in Gauteng because we see sort of growing demand here. It is, you know, one of the growing centers of growth for the African continent and a center where we see strong uh, recovery coming forward. But we're very much, uh, you know, open to more opportunities. We have a very rigorous framework. We don't take everything which comes through. And and I think that also gives the brand significant comfort. Um, we apply a very strong risk matrix of what can work and what can't work. Because the last thing you want to do is to open these hotels and not make them work. Um, and that's where our, you know, our very focused asset management, um, you know, really makes a difference. So I know I can't share too much detail, but lots to look forward to. And I think the next quarter is going to be a very important one, I think, for us, uh, but also for the industry and the product that we plan on bringing in onto the market. Looking forward to hearing more on that. On a concluding note, Hamza, I know Malat is privately owned, but as uh, do you have any plans to list or anything like that from a corporate perspective? I think we're still in a very much a growth phase, and but you know we're an entrepreneurial company. That being said, you know accessing capital is very challenging. Uh, it's one of the biggest challenges you know I think any entrepreneur has. But you know in this sector it's not easy. Banks in South Africa just hate hotels because they don't understand them because they've just had bad experiences, and that's been the biggest impediment to this sector actually growing. And something I very strongly advocated for is that if South Africa has to build the kind of jobs profile, it's this sector which is going to do it. In the 80s and in the 90s, it was mining and industrial. But today, with where the world is, with a hugely globalized economy, if this sector is actually turned on fully for what South Africa has, this can deal with the significant amounts of challenges. But to do that, you need to have a sector which has access to capital. You need to have, um, you know, pools of capital which get the sector which can take the long-term view. And you need patient capital. We are lucky that we've been able to piece that, manage that. So obviously, as the group grows, we will be looking at growing and building that on many levels. But it's still very early in the day. We're very focused on execution. We're very focused on driving our PNL. Uh, I still spend uh, my day uh, going through operations, execution, even though we have a management contract and making sure we drive things right. So I think with all of those things, with the growing market, and I think with the recovery, uh, those are all factors we will look for uh, in the coming, uh, you know, um, couple of years. But we're very confident, very committed uh, to grow and build in the sector. And those are all opportunities we will we'll, uh, consider in the coming years. Thanks so much, uh, Mr. Farooqi. Thank you for your time. That was Hamza Farooqi, CEO of Malat Investments. 
Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. Brought to you by Asset, South Africa's leading digital commercial property magazine. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories.